name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, the Gospel of today is the Holy Church. It's the servants in the Church. and the leaders in the church and all the faithful in the church. What do we do for each other? There was four friends, four friends of a man who was paralytic, can't move can't do anything, can't help himself. And they went to him out of concern, out of love. And they knew that if they take him to the Lord, the Lord will heal him. So they couldn't not to do it. Many people will say, how can we take him? Or many people will say, if he wants to go, he would have gone by himself. But these four men decided to carry that paralyzed man and bring him to the Lord. And this is the duty of every one of us. How many paralyzed people are around us? Those who are drowned in their sins, those who are lost in the world, those who are sick and can't move all the elderly who can't help themselves. How many paralyzed people around us? But what do you do? <coughs> do you carry them? Do you take them to the Lord? Do you really love to serve everyone around you who is paralyzed by this world, or by sin, or by bad habits, or by drugs, or by... All these problems in the world? Yes, that is our duties. And Taking him to the Lord wasn't not only out of love, but out of faith too. They believed if they have taken him to the Lord, the Lord will heal him. And that is why when they carried him to the Lord, the Bible tells us when the Lord looked at what? 
at their face when the Lord looked at their face not his face their face he said to him your sins are forgiven so the point here do we have the love and the faith to take everyone to the Lord and the Lord will heal him this is our duties of course when they took him to the Lord there were many obstacles he was paralyzed and they have to carry him and go there but the most obstacle they had that there was so many crowd there and Christ was in a small house and they couldn't reach him they couldn't get through but they insisted and united together cooperated together to take him to the Lord and what did they do? they went on the top of the house and they took the tiles off the roof can you imagine? can you imagine? would you do it? if you are in their place would you do it? or would you go to the man and say I am helpless the Lord is inside and it is too much crowded I can't do anything I'm sorry what would you do? they insisted to get him to the Lord they went up they uncovered the roof exposed themselves for blaming for cost for whatever but they have nothing to stop them to get him to the Lord and they brought him down from the roof probably it was difficult to find the ropes and tie it safely to, to him but they sorted everything out in absolute love and enthusiasm they were expressing their faith and that is why the Lord saw their faith and answered their faith when they brought the man down they were all hoping for the Lord to heal him but the Lord actually didn't start by healing him he started by 
saying your sins are forgiven and that gives us what makes us to think of what yeah and they bring that man to the Lord to heal his body and the Lord is saying okay I will heal him your sins are forgiven what that does mean that simply means the Lord knows that the reason for his incapacity or the reason for his illness is actually the sin. The sin is the source of all our troubles. The sin is the source of all our problems. And that is why the Bible told us we haven't been created to die. We died because of what? Because of the sin. By sin, death came into the world and came to all of us. And this is the origin of all our trouble. So the Lord in his salvation, in his uh, goal to heal us, he forgives our sins first. Your sins are forgiven. When you are in trouble, when you are in trouble, please think first to be forgiven. Think first to repent. It is written in the Bible that the Lord allowed Satan to strike, to strike um, Job with disease and left him for a long time for what? For Job to repent. For Job to be purified. It's written in the book of Revelation that uh, the Lord is saying to the angel of the church, of one of the churches, I have something against you. You left Isabel the woman who is enticing people. I'm going to throw her on a bed. It means to kill her. Because I gave her so much time to repent and she didn't. But those who are sinning with her in great trouble unless they repent. So the great trouble here aiming at what? To repent. When Jonah went to the Nineveh, he said 40 days and God will turn the whole city upside down and you will all die. What did they do? They repented. When they repented, 
God forgave them and saved them. Many of our health problems or disease or troubles comes because we are away from God comes because we are away from God so always think when you are in trouble think first to offer repentance and to come back to the Lord to be forgiven and then the Lord will sort out everything else ask first for the heavenly kingdom and everything else will be granted to you ask first for the heavenly kingdom and then everything else will be granted to you the Pharisees around the Lord kept chatting and saying who can forgive sins except God? Who is that man to say your sins are forgiven? And the Lord knew what they are thinking of. And then he said to know that the Son of God, the Son of Man, has got authority to forgive sins. He looked at the man and said, rise up carry your bed and go rise up carry your bed and go and he made the healing of his body a witness to the forgiveness of his sins What is the benefit of that? The Lord wants to say, if I forgive your sins, it is not a word. If I forgive your sins, it means I carried your sins on me. He did an exchange he took all his sins, all his infirmities and carried them all in his body and died for him and been risen for him to give him salvation. If I do all of that, wouldn't I heal your body? Wouldn't I help you in anything else? I died for you. So after that, I can give you anything else. And this is what we need to appreciate. We need, firstly, our sins to be forgiven. We need, firstly, to look for our salvation and then we ask the Lord for anything else.
please don't start with I need a job, I need a healing, I need uh, this or that. Start with forgiveness. Start with your eternity. Start with the heavenly kingdom. And everything else will be granted to you. When the Lord said to that man, carry your bed and go, means what? What is the bed? What, a be what this bed is a symbol of? Huh? The bed is a symbol of the cross. That man was crucified, was nailed to the cross, to his bed, and couldn't move. When Christ comes, he doesn't make the cross to be the curse for our sins. He changed the meaning of the cross the cross was for crucifying the criminals. But when Christ came, he said, no, you will not be under the cross. You will carry the cross and go. He said to him, get up, carry your cross and go in peace. And this man suddenly had power and healing and he was able to stand straight away and to carry his cross and to go walking. No physiotherapy, no medications, nothing but immediate healing. And this gives us the meaning of how in our sense we are laid down by the world, by the curse, by our sins. And when we are freed from our sins, we have power, we have grace, we have purity makes us to stand up and to carry that cross and to go in peace. May our Lord Jesus Christ forgive us all and help us to help the others to be forgiven and to carry those who are paralyzed around us and to bring them to the Lord to be forgiven too. And we celebrate our salvation together. Don't forget that we are all one body in Jesus Christ. And if one member is suffering like that man, we all suffer for him and we all have duty to help him and to bring him to the Lord to be healed. 
May the Lord bless us all, forgive our sins and help us to help the others to bring them to him to be forgiven too so that we can rejoice together in Jesus Christ. Glory to God forever. Amen.